You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying you want to make, be careful to get too invested in the characters. I am so mad at you right now. No, you better I'm, be joking. No, I'm not. I'm, I just I want you to be prepared. I mean, there is some stuff. I will say it takes a really dark turn. I am so because tired I was, of you I was saying surprised. This. I was surprised when I looked it up how it ends up how it ends up working. But uh, yeah, it's. I am going to punch you in the face if you're telling the truth. I am getting. You are making well, she me has actually a boyfriend, kind right? of mad. Yes, she has Rory. The, yeah, she has a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. The uh, one that what? Does she have a friend? Well, yeah, she's that's, a human being. She has friends. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you're listening. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Oh, we should talk about it before you start messing with me. All right. Because well, you we'll do explain. sound a little bit. You sound a little different today. I do sound a little different today. I can okay. tell from your delivery. So, so we'll, we'll explain all that stuff. Uh, I do want to say, yes, I sound a little bit different today. I, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night with a, a sore throat. So I'm... Ew. Yeah, I know. Nobody likes that. You're especially gross. when you talk for a living and mm-hmm. I have to use voices this weekend. So that's really awesome. It's perfect timing. It's really good. <gasps> oh, you have to really do your old timing. lady voice this weekend. Well, and that's, that's what... <laughs> we may reference something about that here later on. If we have time, I... There's something that was recorded, that so was we'll, we'll see if that we'll see if that happens. <laughs> but yeah, just want to explain that. That's why my voice is like this. Also, for yesterday's podcast, I want to apologize to everyone who downloaded the podcast and found about a minute of dead air to start it off because I messed up. I made a mistake on the editing. I I uploaded the wrong unedited file, which of course is not what you're supposed Uh-oh, to do. What, what else did it record? Uh, Did it record your Tourette's episode that you were having? It didn't didn't record any of that, okay. thankfully. Thankfully, <laughs> none of that made it on there. Uh, no, I, I uploaded the wrong thing, so I apologize for that. The new show is up there now, the correct edited one. It's not like you missed out on anything if you heard the other one. You just got uh, you got bonus silence. That was meant to be artistic. <laughs> bonus artistic silence I, is I do what like you that. got. Somebody posted on the... Uh, posted on the page uh, saying, I just thought you meant it to be like an artistic statement. So that's why. <laughs> that's what it was. It was an artistic it was, statement. It was your moment of, you know, your peaceful time of rest. Yeah. Where you could sit and think about the day. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. that's it's, what it it's was. Your, it's your meditative minute. That's why we put a minute of silence on things. The meditative minute, Greg. Right. That's See, there we go. Was. That's how we're going to start all shows. No, yes. no, we're not going to do that. I will just <laughs> make sure I upload the right one. So anyway, apologies for that. All right. But but what we're talking about here you're also. Gen- I know that you're not feeling well, but you're genuinely making me a little mad right now. Well, no, I'm just saying, Sarah, what what goes on in there, like I did look it up because I don't care. So here's behind the scenes. Like we come down here early in, uh, at our studio in southeast Portland to, you know, work on a, work on the show, do our prep. And Sarah will sometimes watch one of her ridiculous television shows while we're doing prep while she's looking up stuff. That's, that's well, her, I'll have it in a little corner and I'll have a little window open. Hey, that's, that's your time because to do Because the thing prep. I like about this show is that it's very uh, – because I've been watching a particular show and it's very mindless and I can do other stuff. Like I've been working on, um, you know – um, a dog portrait while I've been watching this because it's not high commitment. I yeah. can watch it, but also do other productive things at the same time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean but, but that I don't is, care about the characters or what's happening. When you do it in here, then I have to hear. So then, then I want to know what's going on. I so, have to hear you play so much random shit over there. Sarah, uh, Sarah, <laughs> she is pissed. Sarah, you're making me mad. Is now now been watching has now been watching a show that I believe was canceled years ago. It wasn't canceled. It came to its natural conclusion. 
Is that what it is? I think so. I don't know. No, I don't see, know. I never I actually, watched it when it was actually I on. actually know because I read up all about it now, and I know everything that happens. Sarah is now watching The Gilmore Girls on Netflix, which was a show that aired. Was it a CW show? Is that what it was? I believe it seems so. like a C, It seems like a CW show. It seems like that kind of thing. Well, it doesn't. It's not um, as seedy as other CW shows. You know, like well, One Tree Hill. There was a. They tackled a lot of the the tough this issues. Is what I'm they tackled like abortion, teen pregnancy. Oh, there was even like a school shooter in okay, one of the but episodes. This is of what one I'm talking Tree about. Hill. Which season are you in right now? Because I read up the the descriptions of everything that happens. Because there's one thing I'll say this: if you Google Gilmore Girls, you will see. Like there's a big controversy about how it started off, how the series started off, Will you and about how it ended. I because it so took like a, it was a very lighthearted the way it started yes, off. It was a just very like a mother and daughter, show. mother daughter, and then their boy problems and all that stuff. But then yeah, they're growing up. I mean, Lorelai Gilmore is raising Go- Rory Gilmore. Lorelai yeah. got pregnant when she was 16 and raised her, her daughter all on her own. The way it turns though is just something that it's. It was kind of shocking even for me reading it because I didn't expect that because there's the there's the one boyfriend. I'll say this it was I am so it was a I little bit ahead of its Greg time. Is messing with me or not and I'm so mad cuz I'm not going to look up if you're like why are you ruining If like, they ever time? did like a movie about a young Dexter like that the it would probably be similar to how that series started off. They could have spun it off from there because the one boyfriend man that's it's messed up. It's disturbing even reading what it is that that he did. It is not. Especially See, this what he is did how to I know friend. you're not telling the truth because you keep saying it's the boyfriend and then Greg's been doing this to me all morning, by the way. And also, let me tell you, because he knows that I've been watching it. We weren't watching it last night. We were working on our taxes. Woohoo! Um, and he was messing with me as we were working on our taxes. He was like, oh, by the way, that show that you're watching, ooh, I read something pretty bad about that. It's, it's this horrible thing that it's happens. It's pretty gnarly what goes on. I mean, just what he did to her. Towards the end of that, that's why there's, if you look up stuff about it, I know you're trying not to, but if you look up stuff about Gilmore Girls, I'm sure a lot of people I'm will back me up I'm not going to look that. up stuff it's about It's very Gilmore dark. Girls. It's a very dark show, and it's, it's a shame what happened to one of the characters, because I just feel, um, oh, oh, I mean, it just makes you uncomfortable when you I am going to on. wait until you're into a show. Like, what show are you watching? You're watching that, what, the, that Marco Polo show? I already finished it. Mm, well, next show that you- Finished you know it. I'm going to find st- uh, spoilers when True Detective starts. And no. I'm not going to say them on the show. Don't do that. Yeah, but I'm going to hold true detective spoilers over no, here. No, I'm spoiling a show that that ended, you know, doesn't 10 matter. years ago. Doesn't mean it's less important to me. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I'm just saying you should be prepared. I'm trying to help you out. You should be prepared. I don't the, want to be prepared. You know I what mean, I don't want to be when I'm watching a stupid show that I don't need to invest in? Not prepared. It's very descriptive, I will say, of what 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 they do to her and how how it ends up and how he's caught. They're very descriptive on that because it's it's very it's kind of like um it's like ritualistic I guess is what he ends up doing. That's I why know I'm that, that you're messing with me, but I I also don't know what happens. It's Lorelai. So is that does... the Lorelai? That's the is that the mom or the daughter? Actually, it's both of them. It's both of them. Well, I mean, both I don't of their know. Their names are Lorelai, but the the daughter goes by Rari. Well, okay, but that's just weird. Um, well, I believe it is the the one that's Lorelai. So it's the mom, I guess, that it happens to first. She's the first one. And then the friend is somewhere in there, too. Oof, boy. Anyway. There is nothing bad that happens in there. Oh, it's pretty. In Stars Hollow? I don't think so. But I don't appreciate you trying to mess with me because you've totally ruined it for me. Yeah. After you've yeah. been met. Like, Have I'm they gone on the trip to New York yet? Or tr- yes, they've gone on trip. They went on a trip to New York. Okay. Well, that's, that's part of it. That kind of leads up to what's going to happen. What's going to go on with them. Oh, man. Yeah, that could, they introduced. Did they introduce a newer character? The only reason yet? I'm not, of course, they introduced new. They characters. did introduce the newer character. Was it a guy? 
wow, what do you know? It's a show starring yeah. two women, and yes, they, in, they a introduced guy, a guy. And the guy was from out of town before. Everyone's from out of town. Okay. It's yep, a tiny yeah, town that they live in. That's the guy. That's that's probably him. That could be the guy. Okay. That, anyway, if anyone's looking for- Because he has an accomplice, and that's part of it, too. A cute, mindless show to watch, all I'm saying is that Gilmore Girls is pretty cute. That's all. And Greg is trying to ruin it, and I don't care. I won't. Uh-huh. I won't ever ruin anything about Gilmore Girls. Like if any of them are brutally murdered, which is not going to happen. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's oof, boy. I think one of them is actually in the picture that's posted in the live chat. One of those in there is the Dexter Junior, as I call him. I call him Dexter Junior. I haven't actually watched the show. I've just read everything about it. So okay, all right. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, sir. I'm sorry. Well, that was my exciting night last night. So I worked on dog painting. Yeah. Um. I did watch the Gilmore Girls, even though you've tried to ruin it for me. And I tried, so, I don't know. It's not going to be relaxing for long, I'll tell you that. Shut up! The accident, too. Anyway. So, you know, in being with the, uh, you know, me changing my hair color a lot, I decided to change it from blue, black to, black, blue, 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 back to blonde. Yeah, every day your hair is a different color, so I really, I've stopped even commenting on your hair when I come into the studio. I don't even notice. You don't even notice. No. no I'm just a face with, like, interchangeable, like, wigs that I put on, basically. Yeah, pretty much. It kind of looks Is like it a, a wig? wig? Do you have wigs? Is that what it is? Uh, it's not I will have to hair. eventually if I keep bleaching my hair like this. Yeah, it's, it's going to fall out Every time I bleach my hair, I'm just like, is this the time? Is this the time that it's going to fall out? I seriously tug at it while the bleach is in just to make sure that it's still attached to my head. <laughs> How many I, times would you say you've bleached your hair? Oh, God. Don't even ask me that. But that did in happen. In the last year. Oh, no. I don't do it too often. Probably like, like three times. Really? Only three times you bleached your hair in yeah. the last year? But it's always a different color. I know, but I put colors on top of like the already damaged hair. Oh, so it's What's like so good paint. about having extremely damaged hair? It sucks in anything that so it can get. It just instead of like you know scraping the paint off, you're just painting another layer onto it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Right. So I'm just basically like repainting the house. Okay, all right. Yeah, but then if you wash it, you know it gets stripped away, just like paint. You know, after a lot of like weather damage. Okay, so that's right. what the shower is. It's weather damage to my hair, and then I have to figure <laughs> it out. So I so I dyed it blonde, but of course. If you've ever dyed your hair blonde, which I know you haven't, except for your goatee when you were in the 90s and that's, you were trying to look like the guy from... I, uh, yeah, I wanted to look like Dimebag Daryl okay, from Pantera. That was my goatee, though. That was all, the, that only thing. And I tried to use real bleach and it didn't work. That's didn't work not well. how that works. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. So last night I was you know, watching Gilmore Girls and painting this adorable dog. And I decided, because I just bleached my hair, but it turned out a little uh, like orangey. And so I wanted to try and fix it. So I have this purpley stuff. So if you mix purple. You're explaining a lot of things that I'm. I'm just, I'm trying to do it's as knowledge as I possible. don't want to retain. As basic so as I'm, possible. If you, I'm trying really hard to like let it just fly by me. Purple counteracts yellow. So basically, if something's really yellow, like I can dilute the yellow by putting in some light purple. So I have this like purple mixture that I put into my hair to try and get the brassiness out. But unbeknownst to me, it didn't. I don't um, even know what that means. I don't want to know. You I'm know not, what brassiness I, I, means? No, what I don't does even brass ask. look like? Never mind. I didn't ask a question. What does brass want, look I like? I, brass is like that pretend I didn't ask yellowish, a question. goldish. Oh, it's brassy. And I don't want it to be brassy. I wanted it to be whiter. Sassy. Oh, my God. You wanted it to be sassy, not So anyway, brassy. I mixed it up, and I didn't mix it well enough. And so when I was painting it on my hair, I ended up accidentally zebra striping my hair purple. <laughs> While I'm, I, I couldn't, like, I had full on panic mode because I wasn't supposed to look like, like little pockets of purple got into the, um, to the hair stuff. Okay, and so basically, okay. this it, is a, this is a big deal. This I, is panic inducing. It lo- made me look like I was desperately trying to reclaim my youth. Not like the blue hair was anything different, but this was patterned hair. Okay. I looked like I'd put some kind of leopard print, purple, like, dots on my head. So I had to actually remedy Wait, so that. you had dots? I had purple dots all over my hair. Okay. It did not. And that's look not amazing. something you want to do. It. 
I understand that maybe I might dress a little more youthful than I'm supposed to or something or have <laughs> oh, a different You are a woman in her, in her mid-30s. So. Shut Not mid – okay, yeah, mid-30s. <laughs> but not mid to late 30s, mid-30s. But so I had to remedy that. So I had to end up like dyeing my hair again today praying that it wouldn't fall out. But I think I finally got it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not bald. All right. Have. Did you pull on the hair make sure it's not falling out? It feels okay. okay. Sarah is doing a hair check. She was actually pulling on her hair to make sure that uh, – that's Let me tell you, out. it isn't unwarranted. I, uh, my friend Angie, when I was in college, she bleached her hair. But she would bleach her hair like once uh, every couple of weeks, once every week or two. Her hair actually fell out. Oh, my gosh. It fell out. Why would you keep doing bleached, this to yourself? Because she wanted white blonde hair and she bleached it so much that it fell out and she had to wear a wig for a year. <laughs> it was kind of hilarious. That's, you don't want that to happen to you, do you? I don't, but I don't do it that often. Yeah, but I how do often fear is it. often? I do fear for it. I would imagine if you've done it three times in a year, that's probably more often than most people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess. Yep. All right. Well, I do have some World of Crazy, though. Yes, let's do some World of Crazy. Loki, I will keep talking about my hair if you want me to. <laughs> right. He, I think he has a hair fetish or something. Oh, that could happen. If you're listening live, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and hop into the live chat where you can comment along with the show and with each other. <laughs> Just a reminder, my voice is scratchy today. I feel like it's clearing up, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me getting um. No, it sounds like, you're, like your medicine is kicking in. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> my cough medicine. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. 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 Now, Greg, this is something I didn't know that you could get in trouble for when you're driving, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm not sure if the law is the same in Oregon as it is where this took place, which was in Georgia. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about this, because I know that you might be guilty of doing this. What? Most of us might be guilty of doing this at one time or another. A man... I'm not not willing to subscribe to that yet until I know what it is. A man (laughs) was cited with a ticket by police uh, outside of Atlanta in Georgia after he was pulled over for... Eating a cheeseburger while driving, which is an offense, apparently, in some uh, places. No, eating, that's good. I don't do that, actually. Eating while driving yeah, I don't, I don't, is a ticketable only... offense in Georgia and in other states. I'm not sure about here. Fair enough. Okay, the, it's wrong to eat a cheeseburger while you're driving. You're supposed to get to where you're going and then enjoy the cheeseburger or stop. Stop the car and enjoy the cheeseburger. However, it is okay to have a couple of fries while you're driving. Those are just kind of the rules. The general rules, you can reach in. So you're Not all of the fries, but a couple of fries you can reach over because it's pretty hands-free. It's one quick motion. That isn't the way it works, Greg. This is a this is a food law. It isn't a French fry, yes, cheeseburger, no I, law. I think they'd let a fry slide. Well, I never eat anything when I'm driving. Have I told that's one of my phobias? I am so afraid. Well, I can eat when I'm driving with other people. Actually, mm-hmm. no, never driving when I'm in a pa- the passenger seat. Oh, see, now that's rude. That's rude. No, I don't care. Um, but when I'm driving, I have this fear of choking while I'm driving by myself, so I can never, ever eat by myself in the car, ever. Hmm. I'll never eat anything. Even when you're stopped? Yeah, even when I'm stopped. I don't want to be inside of my vehicle eating something and then choke. And then not have anybody there to help me. So, like, if I if I'm on a road trip, I will pull off. I will. So you go won't, into... eat, but you eat by yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be operating a, a vehicle. But don't... even if the vehicle is stopped, yeah, then people might not be able to get into my vehicle. I might be busy choking, and I would but... have locked my doors, and they couldn't get in. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna let that one go. I'm trying to. Oh, you have sick head. You can't even wrap around it. No, no, I can't. I can wrap around it. It's just. Well, it's this story going to is about a man insane. named Madison. Uh, real, Tur- real quick, though. Oh, God. 
One thing, though, about eating in the passenger seat. What? Okay, here's what you shouldn't do. Here's that this is this should be a rule. This should be a law. I know exactly what you're going to say. When you go through a drive-through and say it's two people, you go through a I drive-through and then it. you're going to a destination to eat your food. The driver clearly can't eat while he's in the in the passenger side, and uh, therefore the passenger should be nice and not eat. It's like when you're sitting at a restaurant and somebody gets their food first. You don't just start eating right in front of them, being like, "Ah, screw you." Well, I totally respect that. Yes, you don't start eating your food if you're both going to the same location. You don't eat in front of the driver. You have violated this rule many times. The other rule. Is this when there are mutual? Well, see the difference between like our situation is I don't care about your rules. Okay. I would I wouldn't do it for a normal person. For you, yes, I would eat my entire meal if I knew it would make you miserable. Also, when two people are ordering burgers and fries and they each get an order of fries, it's not okay for the one person to just start eating the fries, especially all the loose fries in the bag and consuming all of those while the other person's driving. They don't get a chance to have any of the loose fries or the extra fries. By the time they get their fry, it's like half gone, and this other person has a full fry. And like, I don't know where yours went. Do you know That's how you skirt the full fry issue? Is like, Let me just say, for example, if like Greg and I were driving through Burgerville, which we've never Who's done Who's driving? You're driving. Ken? Well, I've totally done this to you before where we've both ordered like burgers and fries, and I'll take your fries out and hand you them. So therefore, I not only get the fries that are in the bag, but the loose fries as well. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying I've duped you before. Yeah, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not the right thing to do. Yep. Mm, I have a problem with this. See, and this, is, this is why this should be a rule. That should be a law. Well, Madison Turner didn't know that this was a law, and he was pulled over uh, by police after he ordered a double quarter pounder with cheese. It's kind of a big burger. Uh, from McDonald's. Shortly before he was pulled over, now Turner said the officer told him that he was following behind him, saw him eating the cheeseburger for two miles, telling the man, you can't just go down the road eating a hamburger. (laughs) Now the ticket issued under Georgia's distracted driving law states uh, that the offense is eating while driving, so it is actually a legitimate distraction in their law. Now, do they still allow people to use cell phones? I'm not sure. Okay. I am not sure. All I know is they don't allow people to eat double quarter pounders with cheese. Okay. Which I'm kind of hungry, and I've been trying to count my calories, and that sounds really fucking good right now. Next up, out of Taiwan. This is this story is a couple days old, but uh, I feel like it's necessary because we all need to take care of each other, to be aware of our surroundings. Sure. Maybe not let a dead person sit next to you for three days without noticing. What? A Taiwanese man who was on a three-day computer gaming binge, ended up dying in an internet cafe and went unnoticed for hours as people around him kept continuing to play their video games. What, is this like a LAN party or something? Or No, this is at an internet cafe. I don't know. He was playing a computer game. Okay. Like a LAN party? I don't know what that is. Okay. I, no, that's like a video game party where, you, where everybody plays video games and they're all sitting at their computers? Yeah, I think this is a Taiwanese ca- internet cafe, so they okay. were all playing their own video games. I okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy was there for three days straight, ended up dying, went unnoticed for hours while people kept playing around him. So the man uh, went to the internet cafe uh, on January 6th and was found motionless on a table on January 8th. Investigators say the man had a heart attack. However, his death went unnoticed for several hours as gamers continued around him. So uh, footage from the Internet Cafe showed that he had a small struggle before he collapsed motionless, where he laid for several hours. Wow. Yeah, so family members said that the 32-year-old man would often disappear for several consecutive days, but always show up okay. Uh, Workers say they didn't notice that the man had passed away because he would often take naps while he was there. So this Internet Cafe was open for 24 hours a day. The workers just walked by the body just laying there? They just walked by the body because they thought maybe he was taking another one of his naps. 
So uh, the workers okay. say. Note to self: This is not how I want to end up. When I, when I when I go, number one, don't want to be like Blaine Staley. I don't want to be three days in an apartment before before somebody finds me. Also, I don't want to be like this guy. I don't want to die at an internet cafe playing Call of Duty online and not leaving. Yeah, ever. I mean, he no. was sitting for three days. I wonder no. if he would. Well, he must have gotten up to use the restroom or eaten or something. So I don't know. But uh, so the employees are justifying their actions by saying he was a regular customer here and always played for consecutive days. When tired, <laughs> he would sleep face down on the table or doze off slumped in his chair. Who has time to play a video game consecutive days? I don't know. This 32-year-old guy, well, he did. Um, so they said this is why we were not aware of his condition in the beginning, his condition being dead. <laughs> So uh, they said the most disturbing thing, though, was even when it was made aware that he was deceased, people around him who were playing their games just kind of looked over and then continued playing they their games. They just kept playing? Just kept playing their Didn't games. Didn't weird them out at all. Yes. Been sitting Take next care to a dead of your fellow for... man. Oh, he's been dead for eight hours, man, whatever. Oh, so you're going for the wrong thing. You're saying, like, oh, it should be weird that you're a dead person. They should be empathetic. Like, oh, God. Well, that he too. Died. Yeah, that too. Also, that's, that's kind of weird. Next up. Now, I don't know if you remember this from, uh, let's see, this is from 2012. So this was the guy, uh, he was a cop who was arrested back in 2012 for uh, writing out this uh, manifesto about how, detailing how he wanted to cook and eat his wife. Uh, was this here in the U.S.? This was in the U.S. This okay. was in New York. Okay. So he was nicknamed the Cannibal I Cop. I do kind of remember that, yes. Yeah, so he was nicknamed the Cannibal Cop. He didn't get away with it. They ended up finding the manifesto before he actually got away with it. Was sent to jail for only two years because now he's out. But uh, now the Cannibal Cop, Gilberto Valle, who had plotted to cook his ex-wife, is now out of jail and looking to meet a special someone on Match.com. How long was he in jail? Two years? Two years. Ugh. Shouldn't he have to go to, like, some kind of a treatment after that? Uh, well, some kind he of mental is, health treatment? He is kind of in treatment, but he is out and about and among the living. Uh, so the released convict has set up a dating profile on Match.com. And not only does he list a lot of his other interests, but he also lists cooking among his favorite hobbies. Wow. Yeah, so Gilberto Valle, who was jailed after plotting to cook and eat, and his, his ex-wife has been has released. He changed his name at all? So if you Google his name, does that what comes up? Um, it does come up. He goes under the username on Match.com, which any of you lovely ladies, if you're looking for that special someone who might want to cook and or eat you, uh, he's, he's Amicable1, O-N-E, 14. That's his username, Amicable1, 14. So uh, the 30-year-old uh, lists cooking among his hobbies, uh, among other things, as an online profile set up on Match.com. He lives in Queens, New York. He was in jail since 2012. Uh, he writes of his dream partner on his Match.com <laughs> website. Uh, he said, you appreciate the simple things and can make the best out of a situation that is less than ideal. A slightly I salty <laughs> flavor. <laughs> I.e. if I decide that mm. I want to cook and eat you. Yes. Uh, now the disgraced Loves former sauce. <laughs> the disgraced former detective is currently living with a court-imposed curfew as a part of his supervised release. So he has a curfew, okay, and that's pretty much it. He wrote a detailed explanation about how he's a cannibal and wants to cook it and seems eat somebody he's married. Like to. if mental health were ever to be an issue for someone, if, if that's something that you know, mental health care, that seems like this would be. That a good seems candidate. like that would be the yeah. number one thing that you'd want to do. Uh, well. Uh, on Gilberto uh, Valles, a.k.a. Uh, Amicable114, he continues to talk about himself. On his profile, he also says, I'm spending my energy rebounding from the errors I made in my past and rebuilding <laughs> my life. <laughs> Things are progressing very well on that front, and I am just beginning a new career. 
He does not say what that career is. Of course, it's not going to be with law enforcement in New York. Uh, he says uh, he has a few bucket list items. Um, this is still from his Match.com profile that he'd like to accomplish a cross-country drive along with other traveling, seeing Jerry Seinfeld do stand-up, going to a live's hell, uh, live Hell's <laughs> Kitchen dinner service, and more. Uh, he also I, talks about himself. I drink a lot it's of coffee. an odd bucket list. It is. Those are all like What were very... they again? See Jerry Seinfeld live? Okay, I, I guess. See Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld do stand-up, go to a live Hell's Kitchen dinner service. What? What is that? What is a live Hell's Kitchen dinner service? I Is that Hell's know. Kitchen the... The TV show is that what that is? Is that referencing a reality television? Oh, program? I thought he was talking about like a part, like something happened in New York. That's like what I was thinking. I was thinking that at first, but then I'm like, I bet he's just referencing the television show. It's a reality television show. He wants. I to bet eat that's at. it. That's on your bucket list. Wow, that's an ambition. Like before I go, I want to go on a reality TV show, see Jerry Seinfeld, and a cross country drive, along with other traveling. All of those seem pretty feasible. Yeah. Uh, so he also describes a little bit more personal about himself. I drink an abnormal amount of coffee. Sometimes I just like it black. I, my favorite chain of coffee is Dunkin' Donuts. But at home, I drink home-brewed coffee. Isn't that exciting? He seems like yeah. a very exciting guy. You should hit him up. I'm okay. okay. Speaking of creepy men and staying away from them, a woman who lives in Scotland... One of the oldest living women in the entire world says the secret to her long life is eat healthy and avoid men at all costs. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Gallen, who is 109 years old and quite healthy, uh, has never been married. And she was born in a tiny two-room farm cottage with her five brothers and sisters. Now, Gallen told uh, the Daily Mail, of course, a paper in the UK, that Mm -hmm. uh, the secret to long life has been staying away from men. They're just more trouble than they're worth. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere along the lines, like 80 years ago, there's some guy that scorned her. Well, that's what it is. It seems to have worked for her. I guess so. I mean, she said that that's the number one thing. Also, eating porridge, she said, is (laughs) one of the things. Uh, But most most notably, staying away from men. Uh, She also uh, still tries to get plenty of exercise, uh, eats a nice warm bowl of porridge for breakfast every morning, and never get married. So, <laughs> so she's the oldest person in Scotland. However, she's not the oldest person in the world. Uh, the oldest person in the world is Misao Okawa of Japan, who just turned 116. That's crazy. Last year, uh, 116. She's, she's 116. She was born in the 1800s. But let me tell you this: the oldest woman in the world, 116-year-old Misao Okawa, has been a widow for 83 years. Her husband died in 1931, suggesting that perhaps she shares the view of avoiding men if you want to live long. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, you know, I can't really dispute that. You can't. I mean, if the two, I mean, they're both ladies. Yeah. Both single ladies. Well, and there's men out there that want to eat women. So, I mean, you know. That's true. It's possible. This could be good advice. (laughs) Stay away from Match.com and then you won't have to meet a cannibal (laughs) who wants to eat you. So there you go. I just wanted to go do a little contrast from a man trying to find love and a woman who never wanted it. <laughs> that, my friends, is your world of crazy. And the woman who never wanted it. The woman who never wanted love. Yeah, that Match.com thing reminds me of the Gilmore Girls. Uh, Will you boyfriend. stop it? Just a little bit. God damn I'm it. I'm saying it reminds me a little bit of it. Mm. Yes. That does not make me happy. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> you were talking about how you weren't feeling well and how you have your thing going on this weekend. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. I do have something this weekend where I'm supposed to be using my voice. Um, all right. Well, I did record something. This doesn't have to do with this weekend. 
I don't know if I should play it or not. I think you should because I overheard part of this. I had to leave because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> well, so so here's the thing. And I think probably everyone can relate to this because you've all been getting phone calls. I, I've talked to a lot of people who have. Where you're getting the spam phone calls, one of which is calling to say that uh, I don't. maybe people who aren't business owners don't get this, but I, we've been getting in a lot, where it's, hi, your Google Plus account is about to expire. Mm-hmm. We need to get your, your name and credit card information to or get it back you're up. you're going to lose it forever. You'll lose it forever, which is ridiculous. Google Plus is free. There is no – Google is not calling. It's just, just a spam thing to try to get people. And the other one is – the uh, small business loan one, where they call and say, "Hey, your business qualified Which for I have a small been business that loan every day, a free loan." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they do that, and then they try to get you through to talk to somebody. Well, Sarah today, right before the show started, actually had somebody. Well, because it happened yesterday, and we tried to get it. Yeah, because they. Keep I've been calling. trying to when every time I'm here in the studio, have it set up so I can just record these and then start talking to them, and um, and because I think that's awesome. And if you've ever listened to Romancing the Spammer. Which is our album on you on uh, iTunes? Then you know this. Mm-hmm. So, so this co- this phone call has been coming consecutively at the same time every day to my cell phone uh, yeah. for about three days, and I, it's always like from a New York number. Yeah, and whenever I answer it, it's always an automated uh, automated person going like, "Hello, you've been selected in your small business to receive free money, you know, interest free. Get a loan from us for just having a small business." So I, I finally answered it yesterday, and I was like, "Oh shit, Greg, this is awesome." Yeah, couldn't get it in time, but today I noticed it was the same number, and we were able to plug it in. And Greg was maybe able to talk to the Yeah, person. I was able to talk to her for a little bit. Now, I didn't get to bring it the full way that I wanted to. There was a whole story. And, and this happened, like, quick. I had about 10 seconds to come up with with uh, with a line of who I was and what I, where I wanted to take them. Yeah, because if you don't hit the, like, the number on the keypad, then it will hang up automatically. Yeah. So I had to do it quick. But I did talk to this woman for a little bit. So I was trying to do an old lady voice, but it, this is not my uh, top-notch old lady voice because my throat is so messed up today. Because you're saving that for this weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm yeah. saving myself. That's it. Not because <laughs> you're I, saving your old lady not voice. Not because I woke up with an extremely sore throat of and so it hurts not. to talk. Uh, but I did. I was able to keep her on the line for a while. Now I don't know if I should say where it was I was trying to take this because I, I had this call planned out in my head for about to be about an eight ten minute call of keeping oh, wow. them on the line. And the whole thing was well. You should yeah. You should say what you were okay. Intending so what to do. what I was intending to do was I was an old lady named Rita, and I wanted You're always named Rita. Yeah, Rita's the old lady that do I go you for. know. Did you know Rita at any Oswald. point an old lady named Rita? No, I just made that up when I was like okay. sixteen. So I've stuck with that one. So the whole point was I wanted the business to end up being basically at an old folks' home where the old people go and rent their the VHS tapes, you know, and take them back because you know they still have those sure. things because they all have VCRs in their room. And so it's it's just the little shop where they go, where you know they go pick up their VHS. Tape Wait, so you wanted to be a retirement community video store? Yes. Okay. That's what it was, just and Rita ran checking. the video store <laughs> in the retirement community. That's where I was trying to take it, but this is this is kind of how it. Uh, Thank you for calling Business Promotions. Are you interested in receiving a cash advance for your business? Yes. Yes, that sounds lovely. Okay, great. Well, let me just ask a few qualifying questions. Okay. Are you a business owner? I am. I've owned my business for Perfect. 22 years. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes, and thank you. how much you. revenue does your business do on a monthly basis? Well, it depends. We have a very loyal base of customers who come in. And we'll rent uh, rent our products. Okay. Well, can you give me an average of how much you make monthly or well, yearly? Well, 
Let me think about it. Um, my name's Rita, by the way. I'm sorry, what was your name? My name is Mary Duran. Mary. Yes, Ma- Mary? Was it was at Mary? I'm sorry. Oh, well, that's lo- my sister's name is Mary. That's a, oh, what a coincidence that oh, is. Okay. Oh, that's just lovely. Well, now, let me think about it. I've got several customers who come in a couple of times a week. We've got uh, Ethel is always in there, and she's looking through all kinds of our, our products. And then Dale, he'll come in about once every other week, and he usually likes things that are a little, you know, a little, a little louder, a little more action. And then uh, then we've got, let me think here, I've got, who else comes in? Well, Ruby. Okay, well. Well, Ruby well, comes in, and Ruby likes the more romantic comedies, and that's what she'll usually pick up. So I, I it, it, would, it would be, uh, it would, I tell you, I would have to crunch the numbers. <laughs> okay. Well, can you tell me, uh, on average, how much you make yearly? Well, that's depends on a number of factors. I do have Social Security, which comes in, and that's nice because it does help out around Christmas when I'm able to to, to buy buy some things for the grandkids. I'm sure you're too young to know about that. But then on on top of that, I'm, we we do bring in uh, we we have a fee that we charge that uh, they they pay. It's more of a deposit that they put down just to make sure they don't wander off in somebody's suitcase. So at the at the home, I would say uh, we rent. Uh, oh boy, boy, it's hard to say. I would say we rent at least a dozen movies a week. Mary, are you there? Have I bored you to death? <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, Rita. You have a great day. Oh, Mary, well, I would love to speak with you a little more. Uh, do do uh, Now, can we... We would like to upgrade uh, the... Imp- uh, that's where she hung up. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> you did. You tried really hard. I tried. I tried. Well, I had the... thing is, I, I kept her on longer than most of them I've been able to keep on. So um, and you got absolutely no information. No, I, I the thing is just to try to bore them and annoy them to death. That's like what I try to do. Well, because she never asked the name of your business. She no. never asked anything. Like clearly, no. it's just a scam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I 100 support this. Well, we'll try to get some more in. <laughs> we'll we'll get some more going. All right, uh, should we do a little bit of a uh, little bit of ball talk? Ooh. That voice, oh my God, your voice. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if anybody else calls during the show, we'll, we'll try to bring them in. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of balls, Sarah, there's a great scandal going on in the NFL right now. A great, huge scandal. Uh-oh. And it's been named. So I'm going to give you a chance. You're probably not going to guess it, guess it but I'm going to give you a chance to guess it. Okay. It what has the scandal to, is? Yeah, what the scandal is. Is it about... I, I haven't looked at it. It's about that, the New England... Is uh, it about the flat balls? Yes. So the Patriots, it was confirmed by the NFL that the Patriots were in, flat, were in fact playing with 11 of the 12 balls that they provide the NFL were in fact deflated, <gasps> which is a scandal because Tom Brady likes them partially deflated because they're easier to throw in bad weather and easier to catch. It's illegal. 
and they were checked by an official two hours before the game started and passed inspection. So somewhere in there, somebody got access to them and deflated the balls a little bit. Oh. So there is going to be a, uh, they are going to get in trouble for it. However, what is the name of this? The what scandal? Is, yeah, what, they've given a catchy name to it. Somebody's guessed Inflategate in there. Ooh, that's good. That's real that is good. good. That I would have that guessed good. that. It's not Inflategate. Deflation of the nation. <laughs> Man, that's... Is it one word? Yes. You know what? You're not going to get it. Deflate it? Okay, no, I'm not. What? Ball Gazi. What the fuck? For Benghazi. Oh. The thing that's being God, called... are you kidding me? It's being called Ball Gazi. Oh, yeah. Christy in the chat is saying, uh, wouldn't that be easier for both sides? No, because the each team provides their own balls. So Indianapolis have their own set of balls that they use on offense. New England has their own set of balls that they use on offense. They all play with their own balls. Yeah, unless there's a turnover or an interception or something like that or a fumble, the other team's actually never really going to touch the ball of the other team. So, uh, But they were intercepted, and a, and a Colts defensive back is the one that alerted the league and said this seemed to be uh, seemed to be deflated. So Ball Ghazi is the name of this, this investigation. That's the name that's been given by the media. And right now they're waiting to find out what exactly the penalty is going to be. I haven't seen anything yet about it. Probably it could be a loss of draft picks for New England, which would be pretty serious. But we will we will see what happens. Does it matter how many balls are deflated? Like if it was well, one, that's one thing. If it's 11 if it out was, of the 12? If it was one, that could be an anomaly. Yeah. 11, that means it was on purpose. That Yeah, that, that pretty much spells out that they did it on purpose. They just got busted wet. Oh. Yeah. So, there we go. That is what's going on with Balgazi. All right, moving on to Baltalk. That talk. is the dumbest name ever. <laughs> and I like dumb things, and that is just not even clever. It is It is pretty no. bad. <laughs> Balgazi. All right, moving on to Baltalk. It's a, it's a small balls today. A little bit of balls. There is this, though. This comes from Canada, where I did not realize this could be an arrestable offense. So... When you're watching a hockey game, and you may not know this, Sarah, but when you're upset, I guess this is what goes on in the NHL quite a bit. When the players are upset, or when the, when the fans are upset, they will sometimes throw stuff onto the rink. They'll throw a beer out onto the rink, or they'll throw um, there's there's you throw like octop- octopi for some reason in one of the one of the things. If somebody gets like a I don't. But I'm not going to pretend. I'm not even going to pretend to know why because I'm not a big NHL guy. I'm, I'm sorry. sure all of our Canadian listeners will listen. Will will write in. Yes, there is one thing where you throw an octopus onto the like onto a, the like rig. A, an actual octopus that was once alive and is yes, dead. that was once alive. What the hell? Perhaps if we do have Canadian listeners in the live chat, I know we did earlier. They can explain that one. But anyway, you throw things onto the onto the court, onto the uh, rink. Well, this happened in Toronto, where now been found out and for all of our Canadian fans and all of our hockey fans here's something you can no longer do in Toronto there were some play some fans the Toronto uh, team is so bad the Toronto Maple Leafs that some of the fans started throwing out their jerseys onto the rink so this it's like a sign of disrespect saying I don't even want to like I don't even want this thing I don't anymore. even want this anymore but the team got so upset by it that they had the police go find the four people who did it and are now charging them and threatening them with jail time wow. for throwing for throwing it onto the. Onto no, it's the not when they're playing, right? Is it after the game? Um, it's I during play. That would be okay because I could see why that would be dangerous if you know someone's skating at a high speed and then there's true. something there. True. Yeah, and that's true. That they could be dangerous. You are right in that, but 
generally they're going to notice that it's there. And it's it's probably not going to be something that they're going to go flying into. Uh, Nipples in the chat is saying the octopus on the rink is a Detroit thing. Detroit thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, and I apologize. I couldn't remember I'm gonna that. I was trying that, to remember that, that right, of... when I, right when I came on and well, I, octop- I didn't remember. Yeah, octopus scare me. Anyway, so I want to know. No, it's they the all throw why. them. They, yeah, they throw like tons of them out onto the ice. Mm. So maybe it's just one game a year. I, I honestly do not remember, and I apologize. I know I'm going to get a bunch of people emailing saying, "You should have known that." Well, there are some people like hockey people are I've really forgotten. super hockey people. I'm also on a lot of cold meds. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, there we go. You can get arrested in Toronto for throwing your jersey onto the ice and showing how upset you are with their team. That just shows how unbalanced like Canada is versus America. Like that's how you get like that's a huge. Yeah, you're going to get arrested for that in yeah. Canada. Just like oh god, throwing a shirt like yeah. Yeah, for you. Like that's the most terrible thing you how can could do. You, how could you ever do this? And America's just a shit show. Oh man. All right, now I feel like I should look up the octopus thing. Just I'll look just it up. so. We, okay, do you want to explain what it is? Sure. Just while you look that up. All right. Um... Because there's not a whole lot else here in Baltoc. I will. That's the say, first thing I wrote octopus on, and then it wrote I filled in ice hockey. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you want to explain why it is that that, that the happens. legend of the octopus is a sports tradition during the Detroit Red Wings home playoff games where octopuses are thrown onto the ice surface. It goes back to the 1952 playoffs when the NHL team uh, played two best of seven series in order to capture the Stanley Cup. The octopus having eight arms symbolized the number of playoff wins necessary for the Red Wings to win the Stanley Cup. Ah. All right. Since then, the practice has persisted with each passing year. Okay. Yeah, so the Red Wings' unofficial mascot is a purple octopus named Al, and during playoffs, two of these mascots are also hung from the rafters, symbolizing the 16 wins now needed to uh, to win the Stanley Cup. It has been accepted as part of the team's lore. The fans have developed what is considered proper etiquette and technique for throwing an octopus onto the ice. There we go. That's cool. Now I want to go to a Detroit Red Wings game. You want to walk around with an octopus in your pocket? No, but I want to see time? people throwing octopus onto the You're be surra- ice. You know how bad it probably smells in there? I bet they keep them in containers or I, something. No, 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 no. They do not keep. No, people keep them in their pocket. They don't keep an octopus in their pocket. I bet they do. They do not. They walk in with like a plastic nobody bag. Nobody wants a melty dead octopus in their pocket. Well, nobody wants it, but that's what's in there. No, they put it into a container or something. No, they don't have no, a container. No, they're sitting there during the whole thing. They're drinking their beers. They're hugging Either each other. Either way, it's going to stink. They're being very polite to each other. Oh, it will smell so bad. In they there. do not have pocket melting octopuses. Yes, it will smell no. like hot octopus. Maybe they have like. Special, you know, sort of like little white Tupperware things that you can put the octopus in. No, for the game. Maybe some do they people have to do. Smuggle the octopus. A in? lot of Is people it something don't. That's- Allowed? I don't know if they do or not. So that means they would. Either way, it's going to be in their pocket. Oh, Jez is bringing up a good point. Maybe they sell them. I don't know if they do or not. Yeah. We need, we need somebody from Detroit who is also a hockey fan to let us know that. That's true. I know people from De- Detroit, but I don't know Detroit plus hockey fan. Well, maybe maybe somebody that listens mm. to this show has probably done that before, so they could let us know. I'm just saying it's going to smell like hot octopus in a stadium. It's going to be all steamy. Well, you know it's probably frozen, It'll which means it's melting. Really bad. It's going to smell awful. It has got. But to they're smell. throwing it onto the ice, so therefore they're refreezing it. Yeah, but they don't do that. I don't think until the end. What, let's, we're never going to agree because we don't know I'm what they do with the octopus. It probably not, smells bad. Oh, my God. Probably it smells awful. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I have to say, that's the most fascinating thing you've brought up in Ball Talk in a long time. That was? That's fascinating. Yeah, I, I just thought that was I common. love weird traditions, and people take it since 1952. Hockey has a That's over 60 weird, years weird of people taking this tradition Hockey seriously. has a lot of weird traditions. Hockey and baseball, I would say, have probably the most superstitious um, fan bases, far more than the NBA or the NFL. Hockey and baseball. It's, it's weird people.
Weird people, man. I'm looking at this. So the uh, in 2008, an NHL director of hockey operations sent the Detroit Red Wings organization a memo that forbids Zamboni drivers from cleaning up any octopuses thrown on the ice. Uh, the linesmen perform, perform any cleanup duties. So the Zamboni guy is legally not allowed to pick up the octopuses. So, well, somebody's got to pick them up. Who picks them up then? The linesman. Okay, that's the only person. So that, yeah. Oh, that sucks to be a linesman for that. You got to pick up all the raw octopus. I don't know. That this is so terrible. interesting. Yeah, sorry. I I would have done a whole story on this had I known. I know. Thought that was interesting. I know. Well, I've never. Oh God, there's a picture of a girl with the octopuses on the ice skating inside of the chat. Uh, yeah. So our apologies, Greg is really not doing 100 percent well. So I'm we're trying. Gonna, yeah. I'm, so we're I'm trying to fight through it. We want to do the best that we can for you. Yeah, and I've kind of reached the limit of the best that I can. But you know today. what? I haven't reached the limit of. Wishing people happy birthdays. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Today, it's Lady Birthday Day. There are so many amazing ladies born on this day. Not one, not two, but three special ladies in our lives, Greg. I believe there was a question from one as well. There was. So why don't we do the first two, and then we can ask the question about the okay. about the final one. So, of All course, right. the first we'd like to wish a happy birthday to is to Leah. Leah. Leah, happiest of birthdays to you from us and your wonderful husband, Brian. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Second, we would love to wish a happy, happy, happy birthday to Miss Christy. Christy. Christy, who's married to Mr. Vajankel. Yes. Christy. Well, that's, <laughs> that's just going to be a, his name. That's we're a 1% gonna, joke. We're yep. not even going to quantify <laughs> that. So, Christy, I hope you have a wonderful birthday, and I hope that your foot feels better soon. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot, Hot damn right. All right. And finally, we've got a birthday. Now, I have not actually read this because Sarah told me not to. Yes. That there was something that came in with some questions. So this came in yesterday and, of course, was with the three guests yesterday and it got a little chaotic toward the end, so I totally spaced it. So my apologies. Uh, This is for Jennifer. Jennifer K. Okay. Uh, So Jennifer actually wrote an email inquiring about the birthday rules, which, of course, are going to have to need to be lax anyway because we totally forgot about yesterday. Well, fair enough. Okay. All right. So Jennifer says, hi, Greg and Sarah. So our birthday was yesterday, right? Yes. Okay. So it says, today is my birthday. I was hoping, Sarah, that you could ask Greg a couple questions regarding the birthday rules. As you can see, today is Tuesday. The State of the Union address is tonight, which is last night. I don't imagine uh, I'm going to draw a big crowd out on the town tonight. My family took me out to dinner last night, and I had drinks with a couple of friends at the Secret Society on Sunday night. So she's not saying these are particularly birthday things. Okay. Now, I have several groups of friends that don't necessarily all hang out together, so will the birthday rules still allow me to go out this upcoming weekend with some friends and also attend the Blazer game on Thursday with my son and a few others to celebrate my birthday, or am I just taking advantage of what seems to have become my birthday week? Okay. So she wants to know if she's overdoing it a little bit. Okay, so this this is a lot. All right, here. so she's um, yeah. So she celebrated on Monday night with her family. Okay, friends uh, drinks with friends on Sunday. She's so going, going to the backwards. Game. So Sunday and Monday, she celebrated both of those nights. Didn't do anything on her actual birthday because State of the Union. She's going to the Blazer game on Thursday. Okay, that's tomorrow. And she wanted to have some drinks with her friends in the upcoming weekend. Ooh, boy. Okay, here's a uh, one of the main things you got to figure out. Is that the same group of friends that she went out with? On, different groups. On she said she Monday. has different groups of friends that she it's wants to It's a different celebrate. group of friends. Different group of friends. Completely different. Completely no overlap. Completely different. No overlap. Okay. Um, 
that is a big issue right there. She can't help it. She's so popular. Well, yes. Now, I will say this. You know, celebrating on both weekends when your birthday is on a Tuesday, usually you have to pick one weekend, either before or afterwards, if you're going to move the birthday. And that's Tuesday's a rough day to have a birthday mm-hmm. on. However, in this instance, Thursday night, if she's going with her son and some friends, that would be acceptable, although she probably has already celebrated her birthday with her son at some point Oh, my gosh. That. You can't sit there and, like – Pass judgment on whether or not she celebrated her birthday with her son. Well, no, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just trying to understand the logistics of the situation. I'm trying to give an honest Greg, answer. Greg, we just need a yes or no here. <sighs> yes, she is taking advantage of it a little bit. Yes. But we also forgot to wish her a happy birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. So in honor of that, yes, she can celebrate on both of those days. Oh, my goodness. One day this weekend, not both days. Okay. All right. Well, happy birthday, Jennifer. Happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. <laughs> I love doing that. All right. I think we got them all. And yes. then we have a couple other ones coming up this week, but okay. um, we will not forget those either. All right. We'll never forget. No, we, we forget sometimes. We totally forget sometimes. Yeah, it happens. But not intentionally. I, I've been actually, Greg and I, we're like, we're not forgetting today, not forgetting today. Wrote each other like six notes. Yeah, trying to make sure that. And still happen. almost forgot, but not because we don't care. It's because we forget. It's true. You know what? I'd like everyone to uh, not forget is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Oh, that's a Anytime good thing to remember. you or anyone you know is doing Amazon shopping, anyone, please have them go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that link right there. That's it. That's the main rule. That's the main thing. That's the main like rule. Oh my god, you're fading. I'm I'm starting to fade. You are. I can see it. Yep. It's. Uh, I woke up sick last night, so I'm I'm fighting through it. Though I'm not too bad right now. Yeah. I'm actually not that sick as I am. Uh, I'm on um, cold medicines and things. I'm starting to fade a little bit. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Well. Because we tonight don't... there's also <laughs> funny over everything with Sean Jordan and Kamau Bell. Yep. W Kamau Bell. W. Kamau Bell. Tonight. So that's going to be over at the Hollywood Theater. And uh, I know Sarah will be there, and I will probably be there as well. Mm-hmm. Also tonight on the network, we have a lot of great stuff coming up. So, yes, of course, we do. at 5.30, we have The Carl Show starring Jason. Indeed. Who will be joined by some, some surprise guests. I believe it's Nathan Brandon and Jeremy Eli. Yes, it is. Yes, that we had on yesterday. Absolutely. So they'll be talking about the Minority Retort, which is happening on Friday, also coming up tonight at 8 p.m. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. All new, all wonderful, all fantastic. All right here on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yes. You can subscribe at FunEmploymentRadio.com slash subscribe for $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Yes, it is, Greg. Yes, and you support us and uh, maintaining this fine studio and all of the wonderful programming mm-hmm. that is on this network. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are fantastic. We appreciate it greatly. Ooh, it's being speculated in the chat if we can buy octopuses on Amazon.com. I bet you can. Ooh, I'm going to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on what the Amazon you, link, and find out. What are you going to do with an octopus? I don't know. I don't want you bringing an octopus in here. I'll hide it. Hot, under, uh, oh. This room does not need to smell like hot octopus. I'll hide it under like your passenger seat. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Don't come by, everybody. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.